I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. This is The Literary Gardener for October 7, 2021. The topic this time is The Importance of Balancing Gardening Illusions and Disillusions. When we sow a seed, we plant a narrative of future possibility. It's an action of hope. Not all the seeds we sow will germinate, but there is a sense of security that comes from knowing you have seeds in the ground. Sue Stewart-Smith, The Well-Gardened Mind, 2020. Jerry and I have had a lot of fun and a few disappointments growing vegetables and herbs in raised beds inside our hoop house in Bandon. We had a terrific crop of cool weather leafy greens and peas in the spring and a wonderfully tasty and long-lasting crop of cherry tomatoes this summer. The cucumbers and summer squash we planted were a bust, though, and I suspect it's because the soil did not stay warm enough for these heat-loving plants to thrive. Since this is the first year we've grown anything in the hoop house, it's all an experiment to see what will grow well in the particular microclimate of this enclosed space, which does not have artificial heat or light. Earlier, we sowed seeds for fall and overwintering crops with the hope that enough sunlight will still reach the hoop house to sustain the plants. We're not at all sure this will be the case, but as Stuart Smith says, it was our action of hope. We felt a sense of security just from planting seeds in the ground. Many of the seeds have germinated, and if they do grow to maturity and produce food, Jerry and I will high-five each other and think, we made that happen. According to Stuart Smith, who has a fascinating background in English literature, psychiatry, and gardening, the feeling of making things happen, a sense of agency, is one of the allures of gardens and gardening. Working in a garden provides a healthy balance of control and letting go so nature can do its thing. Shaping a bit of reality is empowering, but crucially, in the garden, we are never completely in control, she notes. The general rule in life is that we thrive best in situations where we have some control, but not complete control. When I read this, I thought about how we've all lost a sense of control from the COVID-19 pandemic, our record-breaking heat waves this summer, and months of wildfire smoke. Whatever our differences in responding to a loss of agency, we all share an emotional need to recapture it somehow. Stuart Smith asserts that human motivation comes from a healthy dose of creative illusion, the belief that we are more powerful than we actually are. Among gardeners, having a green thumb is an illusory term for people who seem to have unusual power to grow plants successfully. All gardeners believe they have at least a little bit of a green thumb or are capable of attaining one in order to maintain their motivation for gardening despite failures. On the other hand, a certain amount of disillusionment is beneficial too. The reality of a garden is that not all plants will thrive despite our best efforts. Even green thumbs can have a bad growing season. It's humbling and yet freeing to recognize our limitations in controlling the natural world. Stuart Smith observes, paradoxically, experiencing both illusion and disillusion, empowerment and disempowerment, doesn't make us give up. It only spurs us on. 
This week, I'm taking time to consider my gardening successes and failures, and in doing so, balance my creative illusions and disillusions. I'm not a perfect gardener, and sometimes I'm not even a very good gardener, but I know that with every seed sown, I'm planting a narrative of future possibility. My gardening to-do list this week. Save seeds from perennial flowers and vegetable fruits. For example, I'm saving seeds from my blackberry lilies, Iris domestica. This perennial flower is easily grown from seed and will flower the first year if planted in fall or early spring. Some of the rhizomes also need dividing. I'll start collecting fallen leaves in a pile to shred and use for mulching. I'll collect garden debris for composting and fermenting for soil amendments. I'll assess my garden successes and failures and plan for next steps and cover my fall and overwintering seedlings to provide protection as needed. Many gardeners have been disillusioned by the drought and local water shortages. If you're one of them, then you might want to check out an upcoming workshop, Be the Beaver, Plant the Rain, hosted by Lion Waxman, regenerative landscape consultant, designer, and educator. The three-day workshop will take place from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. on November 5th and 6th, and from 10 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. on November 7th. Friday and Saturday sessions will be held at La Medicina Farm in Talent, and Sunday's tour and planting will be at the Platts Project site in Murphy. Workshop participants will learn site observation and assessment skills and how to apply regenerative design principles and techniques to retain water in the landscape, replenish groundwater, develop drought tolerance, mitigate fire, restore damaged watersheds, and build ecological resilience. Cost of the full workshop is $295 until October 15th and $325 thereafter. For more information, visit the Good Earth Gardens website. And that's it for the Literary Gardener this time. Thanks so much for listening and happy gardening.